I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill him? Would I take the promotion at work with strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? Uh, oh, no, no, no. Hey, guys. I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And this is The Big Ones. Each week, we discuss new ethical... Mm-mm. Each week, we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral qu- questions. Here's what I keep doing in each one. I say questions twice, and I think I do it correctly, but when I listen back when I edit it, I realize that I didn't do it right. Okay, so what's another word for questions? Well, more... Yeah. Uh, choices yes okay uh welcome to the big ones each week we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain busting moral choices wow the questions can be complicated to discuss but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep 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 with inside yourself well you like what you see brianna Brianna lane sorry lang Lane. 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 I'm sorry, Lane. <laughs> I know. I, I was thinking Lane, and then Lang? I was trying to follow your mouth, and I like thought it. Ling? L-I-N-G-E? Ling. Uh, Brown, no, Lane. Like, Lane. Getting, getting like Lois Lane. Lane. Yeah. yeah Lois like Lane. Lois Lane. Yeah, that's my name. You could play. You would be a good Lois Lane. Oh, thanks. I'd believe it. For you sure. Yeah. Yes. Get some glasses on. and Yeah. Get yeah. a notepad. Get a notepad. <laughs> power blazer yeah. power, aren't all blazers power blazers they, they though are, they are. uh guys welcome brianna lane we've known each other since high school yeah uh brianna's an actress a singer a songwriter she here's what's interesting about brianna that we haven't had on the program before you're like a one-hour drama girl do you know what i mean yeah. like me and amanda don't go out for like guest stars on one-hour dramas yeah but that's your bread and butter. <laughs> like, I- she's been on, like, Once Upon a Time. Oh, wow. Have I? <laughs> <laughs> Have you? But, like, Maybe like Grimm. that show. Wait, Maybe what Grimm. Is that? Grimm. 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 <laughs> but what's the... Uh, you were on, like, CSI or something like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh what are some yeah. of the roles she's, that you've played? Oh, Have God. you ever played a girl who gets killed? Always. It's always. Either, it's always... Here's, here's what I've retired from, but then it came back recently, and I was so disappointed. I used to go out for, like... The exotic dancer, or the stripper, Ooh, or the this, but with wow. a heart of gold. Oh, like always. she had, she was smart and <laughs> she was kind, but right. she danced for money. Right, and uh, so I booked a bunch of those in in a short period, you know, in a certain amount of time, and then I stopped, and I was playing independent, strong women, and then last year, I I booked like a like a prostitute on major crimes. And I was like, am I just going backwards? Like well, that? I think, uh, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> but it, it, She did have a heart of gold and she was from Minnesota and she had an accent. That's crazy yeah. though that you go. I mean, that's a crazy world. A man and I have no, no, I've never gone out for it. It's a easier stripper with the heart of gold than comedy. 
Because I'll book comedy. I, I do. I mean. I just. But, but that one hour. It's like. If I were to go in for a CSI audition, they'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just because, like, I don't give any vibe of, like, basically, I'd maybe be, like, the killer, like, the high school killer. Mm. I'd sit sit outside high schools and kill, like, little girls or something like that, right? You'd kill little girls? I think. I feel like you'd kill little boys also. Okay. I'd like, kill, no, like, all little things. But I wouldn't be, like, I can't imagine me in, like, a... In one of those rooms, what is that called when they talk to you? When oh, the cops- interrogation room? Yeah. Have yeah. you ever had to audition in an interrogation room audition no. scene? I had to do one once where I was a hostage tied up and I was oh. having to like read a letter to my parents being like, I'm not going to make it, <gasps> but if you want to try and save me, give a million dollars. And I think I was like supposed to cry, but of course I didn't get there. It's so hard to get there. You know what's funny? Here's a- Can I tell you guys a secret? Yeah. yeah. Aside from the one last year, which I had a tear stick for, I've never cried on any of these dramas i've gotten away with not crying you do maybe do you do like the like it's almost oh there, you're holding it back you're holding it back holding wait are you saying cry? that you've never had a role that needed to cry or you've always managed to- i just haven't cried like it's just like she cries that's I'm like, shocking nope. brianna that's shocking to me because i'm like it's more interesting sometimes that they don't cry I think. Wow. I think so too. I mean, I I never am watching a show and I'm never like, why aren't why isn't there water falling from that person's eyes? Like it's yeah. always like if there's emotion there, I don't think it really matters. And that's what they always tell you in acting class. It's like don't worry about the crying. Like yeah. don't even think about mm-hmm. it. Um but well, wow, always, that's impressive. Yeah. You're that good. You don't even need Both. to be able to cry. I yeah. think it's just because I'm like, I hide behind these like crazy characters, like this like stripper from New Jersey. Yeah, they're always strong. They wouldn't, I wouldn't dare let a man see me cry. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I always think too. Maria, right? have you ever been able to cry in an audition? Uh, afterwards. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone's asked me to. Really? You know what, you guys, though? I have to stop and say... A lot. You guys both can work in the. You guys both can work in the dramatic world um, because I'm the authority on that. No, but seriously, like all the roles that I did book were comedic relief too. I forgot to mention that they're like funny. They have there's some. I think there's something about my face, which is why I can't do commercials because no one wants to buy anything from me. That is not true. I don't think that's true. I actually think that's a false narrative you've created about yourself, yes. and it, maybe it's time to release. Ooh. I don't want to release it. I'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> because I I do feel like maybe that's a defense mechanism. Uh, me saying I can't sell anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, also, I, I just feel like that could be holding you back from booking those. Parts. I'm coming maybe. over just for one second, just to adjust Brianna's mic. Oh, jeez, is it ridiculous? <laughs> You're talking to Maria a lot, which is great. Oh, unless you want to sit right there, and then it will be easier to look at but both I of us. I'm just gonna put this. Oh, great. Here, so, oh, like you. So it's like yeah. Better to like. I like this. If you try and talk like more at the mic, just yeah. and that this way you can talk. We can all look at great. each other. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes. we're all set, guys. <laughs> okay, well. Brianna, you're a listener of the show. Yes. Thank God. She's yes. a listener. I'm Isn't a that fan. nice? Uh, truly, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, do we want to do our thing really quickly? Just or do we do that at the end? Do that at the end. Okay. Um, so we like to start off <laughs> You're looking at me like, girl, stop. <laughs> we like to start off asking our guests if they have a mm-hmm. little uh, little, little big, big one. one. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, what's on your mind oh, this week? I didn't know that. I didn't know that was part of the show. Wow. Caught me off guard. Um Mine is two part. That's it is great. a moral personal dilemma 
peppered with a societal dilemma. Oof, this is the kind of stuff we need to be talking about. Yep, yep. What's in the zeitgeist, guys? What is in it? Um, okay, so I got invited to a friend's wedding that was right. in great. Yeah, always, always. Fun. I love um, a wedding dilemma. I live for it. Oh, this is it's going to get a little deep. I have to say I can't Not wait. too deep, but a little. Okay. Um, so I got invited to this wedding in Guatemala uh, in Antigua, Guatemala. It's it so great. My husband and I are like, you know what? Let's splurge. Let's make this a vacation. Let's go the full time. Yes. And you Let's- know what? Can I say really quickly yes. that that attitude toward a destination wedding is what the bride and groom want their yes. guests to be yes. doing. Yeah. 100% they want, in. they want someone to get the invitation and go, you know what? Thank you for the opportunity. Because mm-hmm. now we, not only do we get to celebrate you, we yeah. get to celebrate each other and the world. Okay. Continue. And the world. Gorgeous. Yes. And everyone's Gorgeous. relaxed. Gorgeous. Everyone wins. Yeah. So we booked this, you know, we're, you know, this trip, we're spending all this money, blah, blah, blah. A week before the wedding, um, my, I find out that my grandpa passed away. Oh. Sorry. And so, well, there's like a lot of disclaimers coming up. Just, just get ready. Um, so he passed, he passed away and, uh, I was talking to my dad and I was like, He's like, you know, it is a, you know, Irish Catholic family from Boston. Like, we'll probably do, you know, the wake and the and the funeral right away. And I was like, yeah, but it's probably not going to be this weekend, right? He's like, no, 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 no. I mean, I, I doubt it. It'll probably be a week, you know, at least. Right. Okay. So then two <laughs> days before I leave for Guatemala, dad calls. So the funeral, uh, Brie, is Saturday. I was like, is it? that's funny i was like okay he's like but i totally understand like you know you already had this trip booked blah 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 so i call my sister and i'm like manna what are you doing because she's at georgetown in dc in the middle of finals for business school and she's like i'm sick i have like bloodshot eyes but i'm going and i was like okay great wow so then i talked to my husband like what do we do so here's the disclaimer okay I wasn't that close to my grandpa. I met him two years ago. Him and my dad had like tumultuous, you know, okay. didn't speak for years. So to me, I would just be going for my dad. I wouldn't be going because I'm like sad. Right. I, I didn't feel anything really. Um, but it was more for my dad. So my husband's like, you just have to call your dad and like see where he's at and see what he thinks. Mm-hmm. So I call my dad and he was so kind, so understanding. He's like, you go. You climb that volcano. You yes, do all the things yes. and like celebrate your friends. And like, you know, I got Amanda, and which after that phone call, it's like it made it even worse because I was like, he's such a good dad. And mm. like, he's so great and blah, blah, blah. So at the end of the day, I ended up going to Guatemala and it was great. Uh, and, you know, we sent each other photos, <laughs> the juxtaposition between like <laughs> yeah. photos of us on a, on a volcano in Guatemala and like the funeral. <laughs> I feel terrible, but also, you know, I'm in Guatemala, so I'm fine. Uh, So long story short, that was the dilemma. It's like, do you – and here's the societal dilemma. Here's where the societal dilemma comes in. We're in an age right now where it's all about the individual. It's like Mm. on social media and even in yoga, you hear like, do what's right for you. Do what's Mm -hmm. best for you. You know, it's all centered around you. And I just feel like – if my dad in 1970-whatever was in the same position mm-hmm. in that generation, I feel like he would have gone to the funeral in a weird way. It's like there's this shift now in like our yeah. society and and how we view ourselves. And like I think it comes from like a generation of codependency and like doing things for other people all the time. And now we're fighting back and going like, no, I'm not going to do that. But where, right. does, where do we draw the line? Because I feel like sometimes it can be – 
really selfish and other times it's like it's healthy so where you know mm, that's yes, so interesting that's super interesting yeah i think i think people today don't live in like the same houses like you know like people yeah. used to sp- like generations of people would live in the same house together mm-hmm. like in the 50s and right. the 40s and so everyone would be there and when yeah. a grandparent was sick then the kids would be there and the grandkids and that's just not how it is anymore because the world's expanded right. where people can live wherever they want and and people are just so just spread out i talk to my grandma about this all the time she's like it's not because but she understands it she's like i Mm -hmm. understand that everyone's got their own life now and it's not how it used to be right and i don't think it's a bad thing i think that if people are able to live more fulfilled lives that it's maybe better for for it in the long run i mean i don't know what being there at the funeral would do because your dad there isn't a codependency with your dad obviously he's obviously okay with like you go, you do your thing. I'm fine. I don't need you there. Right. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, that was obviously a specific situation, especially with the relationship you described, like with your grandfather, that you weren't that close. Now, it's interesting to think about what would you have done if you were a little bit closer with your grandpa? You know, then then maybe it wouldn't even have been... um, a question you know maybe you would have just gone but also you had an obligation to this wedding yes and the bride like they're my friends you know and they're you know and they prepare i know i planned a wedding you it's yeah it's that costs money if people cancel last minute too and not to mention your financial situation as far as like canceling a trip you don't really get money back exactly when you cancel like that yeah unless you have insurance i don't understand travel insurance oh my god i do okay (laughs) can we just do a quick tangent yeah Let's do it. Um, travel insurance only works if there is like a death in the family or some medical issue. So on the in the fine print, when you at when you pay fourteen ninety nine or whatever extra it is on your ticket for trip mm-hmm. insurance, that's what that's for. So separate from that, some airlines United's the worst, by the way, for canceling. Mm. It is the worst. But mm. other um, airlines like Southwest, you can cancel and get your money back, or or, or just credit to you know for another flight and that's and the difference in fare or whatever but for the trip insurances it's like for specific reasons like you can't just be like oops i canceled my trip because does grandpa cost what? So, I mean, does sorry, sorry, sorry. Grandpa, does grandpa count? Right? There's a like, grandpa discount. Is there a like if how close <laughs> to your family does the death have to be to count? You, you just need it? a written note from like the funeral home that's time stamped and signed, and you send it. There's a form on the websites. So I dealt because my um, husband's mom's sick, so we've been dealing with like some travel stuff with that, and so we just get like a doctor's note and we submit it on the form. So on United.com, I fly United all the time, you know, I hate it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a section where you upload the file and you write your claim number. You call, you have to like get a claim number and everything, and you write your reason and submit it, and then they get back to you in like 24 hours. Wow, it's crazy though. Yeah. Why can't you just cancel flight? I. I know I never buy that trip protection anymore because my biggest concern is work and it doesn't matter like they Um, won't let you cancel for work anyway doctor in the family this is what I always wonder like think of the money you'd save if you had a doctor (laughs) in the family that you could just go can you just write me a prescription for this you know what I mean would they do that though I mean aren't doctors pretty strict as far as their code of conduct if it's like your dad if it's like your dad and and you're like hey I'm you know been having these allergies and the -the over-the-counter stuff isn't working can you just write me a prescription so I can just go get it at the pharmacy 
And you're saying you'd save money because you don't have to go in for an appointment. Right. Mm. So it would be nice. You had a doctor that could just write in the family that could just write you a, oh, she's really sick and give it to the airline. Well, we just had doctors move in up the street and I met them yesterday at a neighborhood mixer I, I attended solo. Ooh, wow. <laughs> They're a very nice young couple. So I'm What kind of doctors? He's an ER doctor and she is a um breast oncologist or something specific. So ER doctor though is very Yes. That's very handy. Exciting, right? Yes. But back to the moral yeah. dilemma. <laughs> Sorry. I thank you for that tangent though because travel insurance is its it own is situation. Tricky. Yeah. yeah. I have a feeling a lot of insurances that you get when you buy something like when you rent a car, it's all a scam. Mm-hmm. It's all a scam. I I, I agree. That's what and I've been taught. They try to my god, they will oh try god. to talk you into it. I no. know. Don't add any of the bells and whistles when you're renting a car. No. You don't need it. Your Are insurance you sure? covers it. Are you sure? You know, it's just you know when, look how nice this car is yeah yeah just oh stop, I, they're just always stop. trying to get you to upgrade no no yeah. no don't the no. two-door sedan is fine it's for me fun. thank you please <laughs> <laughs> so, so i'm like where is this kind of like what is the morality of like family obligation right. is there any yeah. inherent like obligation that everyone should have to their family i just feel like family dynamics are mm. also different they are. Yeah. Depends on the background, too, because a lot of Italian Jewish families or, or you know, families that still are maybe first generation or whatever, they're, it's such a strong bond and mm-hmm. their, their uh, demands are different than, say, just like an Irish Catholic family in America that's been here forever, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's just a different... Um, yeah, thing. I mean, and there's families that all live in the same town and that all, like it's they're close to one another it's like if you live in la and your mom or dad lives in new york or boston it's like do you have to put your life on hold when you know they get older and go and well that's the thing i i often think about this it used to be that when the parent would get too old they'd move in with the Mm -hmm. the kid and you'd have a house and you'd you know have an extra room for your like mm-hmm. aging parent to move in and take care of them. But that doesn't happen as much anymore. Yeah. And now people are going into nursing homes and, you know, you right. see a lot of older people just trying to live independently, you know, and mm-hmm. it just, it does feel like I can't imagine having a parent move in with me. I can't imagine it. It's, and it's hard too, because we're, you're from, are you from? Long I'm from Long Beach. Oh, okay. So, so I have local, fa- yes, yeah, I have, have local, local parents, parents and I've, I've been dealing this. I don't think my parents will listen to this. Well, <laughs> even if they do, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but I just feel like it's hard even managing, like it's, it's hard when they live in the same city because they're 20 minutes away. They're in Chevy Hills. Right. It's like, I can see them at any time. And so there's this like obligation that I feel and this guilt constantly. Mm-hmm. And so I've just said to myself, okay, once a month, I think that's okay, right? I, I talk about this with Maria sometimes because we're both have families who are local. And I see people, um, friends and acquaintances of mine on social media, always hanging out with their friends, like all the time, like they have so many friends, and they're always like, doing activities on the weekends that I'm like, I just don't have time for that kind of stuff. And it's, you yeah. have to go home because I go home. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's either like, and I, I really like it because the flip side is I don't have to travel for holidays, which seems yes. like hell. Right. Yeah. Um, and I like going home to see my family, but sometimes it is like, Oh, every birthday, every yeah. mother's day, like every, right. you know, every time, anytime there's any sort of thing for my birthday, for Matt's birthday, yeah. it's like, I'm, probably more than once a month I'm down in Long Beach. And then I have my husband's family is also local. So we have, he's Whoa. from Whittier and his family is all scattered around and Southern he's California. Got two, he's got 
he's got divorced oh, wow. parents, so there's there's they a have, step family. Have, so we a have lot. a lot it's of a lot. family obligation. Yeah. So I feel like I just don't have time for friends <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I just it is it is interesting because it is at what we are in a culture like you said it's very individual it's very I it's this is my life I need to do mm-hmm. what I need to do and that's very different from I guess what it, when did that change maybe around like the 70s 60s 70s is when that kind of because before that everyone was yeah I think there's a documentary all about how um Craig watched it um it's all about how we now live in a consumer world because, okay, get this. Did you know that bacon and eggs was a advertising? Uh, the Bacon and eggs for breakfast was all an advertising campaign? Basically in like the, I don't know when it was, but back in the, the day. The 40s. Sure. The farmers needed to... Um, basically sell more product and so an ad this guy who was freud's like grandson or something like that he's related to freud he was in advertising and he came up with eggs and bacon for breakfast like a farm of basically anything that you could get from your farm for breakfast and that's why we have it today so like everything basically that we know in society today is from people saying buy this right and so everything so in like the 1800s people weren't going to stores to just look around and shop do you know what i mean right there were no malls there were no people were buying for survival survival they weren't buying just to consume and so now that's all we're so Really, everything has changed. Now we're living our lives to be able to go out and do things individually and consume things for us, not for the family unit. The family. I do have to say one thing that I think is a positive is how spirituality is now trendy. (laughs) Like Mm. I was at Target the other day and they were selling crystals and I was like, I'm sorry. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. And it's sort of this focus on yoga and meditation Mm -hmm. and, you know, self-care. Yeah. And they sell sage bundles also at Target. Um, Are you sure it was Target that you you didn't go into? She was in a witch store. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the next store. This must be Target. Um, no, I, I, and even my sister-in-law who like lives in the suburbs of Chicago is like not hippy dippy at all and has like sage by her door. And I was like, you have sage? And she's right. like, yeah, to like get rid of bad energy. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like reached everyone. But I think it's yeah. cool because like that's the goal, spiritual enlightenment or whatever. And I think that's, how cool is that, that advertising is actually working for the benefit of humanity in that sense, that it's like helping us kind of become more aware even if it's yeah, a little right cheesier. although it's like what is that sage really doing yeah no i know <laughs> then you get into that yeah, yeah. but i mean yeah. i think that is interesting this whole self-care movement that's mm-hmm. happening right now i think it's really great and it's going to help a lot of people and also just that we're um bringing mental um mental wellness and mental health like that's more in our societal consciousness yeah. but yeah. i do think it is interesting and i think about this sometimes as far as like self-care and setting boundaries for yourself like where is the line between like being a shit person when you're only doing what's comfortable for you and then also taking care of yourself so you can take care of other people so I I deal with that sometimes like with my family of like how much because sometimes I'm I am you know I come from let's say like a wacky family (laughs) like let's say wacky um, maybe wacky bordering on dysfunctional Um, and so I sometimes do feel depleted yes. by being 
their yes. home. And so yes. I'm always trying to figure out like, what is the, what is the boundary? But like, also I don't want to be like some little baby that can't like take a hit. Cause I need to like take a bath all weekend Yeah, and I can't go down no, and help but them. I think it is hard for people who have family near them because you yeah. know, people go home for Christmas and uh, whatever they go home twice a year. A lot of people that live in LA at least cause yeah. they're all transplants. So it's like for people who live here, but are also and have their families here, but are working at jobs like ours that aren't nine to five that are sporadic that you are working weird hours that you do have to be kind of on call it's like you don't have that ability to just be like hey i'm gonna visit you every blah 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 and i'm gonna do this for you and it's like and that you're being asked more of than someone whose family is is far away and so we feel worse because more is asked of us yes because we're so close yeah but yeah but on the other hand like i i'm sure some people who have families remote families feel guilt but i think they're given more leeway because because flights are expensive and it takes so much time you don't have to come out no we're fine do you you know if someone needs a ride to the doctor in boston and you're living in la like you're not a phone call that can but if someone needs if one of my family needs a ride to the doctor it's like well, uh, let me figure out a way. I well, see, I, I, I <laughs> on a, sm- a smaller scale, I have that same situation because my sister lives at home. And so she oh. has a much greater burden than I do. Wow. But that's her choice. Well, I think if she could move out. Well, I it's too much to get into. But um, so she then resents you for not. Well, well, I don't know if she resents me as much as sometimes when I come home, I feel bad because my parents are like, "Oh, Amanda's home. Like, let's go out to dinner. Let's go see a movie." Yeah. Like, prodigal son, right? Return. But like my sister, it's like Sarah, go get the go get the groceries because she's always home. <laughs> so I do think oh. Amanda's home. Sarah, go get the groceries. <laughs> Put on a smile for your sister. No, but so then sometimes I'll come home and my sister will start giving me tasks to do. Like, here, Amanda, do you know? She's like. Oh, Amanda, Amanda, you need to come home and you need to, you know, do this or that. And I'm like, I got my own house to run. Right. Right. You know, I got a house I'm cleaning every day. So when I go home, it's harder for me to... Right. I know, but does I should it matter. It's just hard, doesn't matter. Does the self matter? Like Amanda was saying before. Yeah. yeah. What makes you a shitty person? How much does the self matter? It also trickles into friendships, I have yeah. to say, because mm, I dealt with this this past or the past two years where it was like, I looked around at all my friendships and I was like, wow, I'm putting way more into this mm. than they are. And I'm like, not a doormat, but uh, you know, uh, <laughs> similar to that. Um, and I was like, this is not working for me. And also, and it doesn't make me a bad person. It's just like, what do I, what fills me up and what lights me up? And this is not it. And so it was sort of just creating healthy boundaries and with kindness versus like just Xing people out. Cause I think that's the difference mm. is like boundaries people is are just that. like, just never talk to them again. Like cut them out of your cut toxic people out of your life. It's like, well, sometimes toxic people are in your community and yeah. in your everyday life and yeah. you have to coexist. We have toxic people on set all the time, you know, crazy oh, yeah. actors and like blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to learn how to coexist. So I think it just comes from a place of kindness, but also respecting yourself first. I don't know. I think I'm also, and maybe we're all this way, I'm a person who like often does not set boundaries and who often like always meets the outer expectations of others and not yeah. always my inner expectations. Mm-hmm. So I probably could never set too many boundaries where I would become a selfish person because it's just not my nature. Right. So I think any boundary I'm able to set is always like a good thing because yes. I'm always like, you know, a people pleaser and wanting. Yeah 
trying to, you know, like, yeah, if anyone asks me for a favor, like Mm -hmm. I don't say no, but now I'm trying to start to like, be like, no, I'm sorry. I cannot do this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I started off, it was like super intense. I was like, can't do that. Nope. Not available. No, I can't. And I was like, yes. So, but I just started saying no to everything. I know, I know. I was like, no, 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 no. I'm sitting up for myself. And I was like, okay, now I have no friends. So I need and then to, like, you needed just... a favor. And someone was like, no, Brianna, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I need to dial it back now. Um, so now it's at like a kind of healthy place. Yeah, like, well, that's, right. I think it's all about boundaries. And I think it's just, you know, I think it's important to be comfortable. You can't do things for other people unless you've done something for yourself healthfully i mean like you could go and deplete yourself completely and do everything for everyone around you and your family and always be there but then you'd be depleted depleted as a person so you wouldn't have a well-rounded life very true you gotta find the balance you gotta put your oxygen mask on first before you put it on your child wow isn't that interesting the child being the world you guys yes that is you put it that is right you put the oxygen mask on yourself uh-huh. before your child mm-hmm. doesn't that say it all it does so in the end i think you were why right not you? to go to your grandpa's why do you <laughs> though? because if you pass out your kid's gonna die but if you have your oxygen mask on then even if your kid kind of starts to pass out you quickly you can help the kid because the kid's wow. not gonna be able to help you yeah wow the kid's- yeah, no how smart that kid is. Unless you have a prodigy. Yeah, unless you have a straight <laughs> A student. oxygen mask prodigy. <laughs> My kid knows how to put on his own oxygen, oxygen mask. Thank you very much. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's the answer, guys. I think that's put it. Put it on yourself. Yeah. yeah. But I think there are some people who take self-care to an, ex- yes, an extreme. I agree. I don't know. I just... Are you talking about social media-wise? Like people oh. are always seeing baths with flowers in them. Yeah, yeah like, I know. Or someone, someone who's like constantly taking so many baths. It's like you can't be a good person if you're taking. <laughs> if you're taking baths. that much time for yourself, you're taking so many baths. It's like, yeah, it's so but isn't that like a form of meditation in a way? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really just joking, but I do think like <laughs> I, now that self care has become this business, you do have to be careful yeah. that like, are you just throwing all your money into something? Like, also, I read this yeah. interesting article um the other day that someone put. My friend Lauren actually posted about like self-care doesn't just mean like face masks baths and like yoga class it's also about like paying your bills on time and like keeping your home clean and like eating healthfully and you know it's it's about but more than that time i mean at the end of the day if you're cleaning your house eating healthily taking baths and wearing face masks which is all i mean you don't have time to do anything else you don't have time to go home and like drive your grandma to a podiatrist appointment no, no, you there's don't. There's no. You could do maybe multitask and have like white strips and a face mask on while yeah, but, doing it, right? But then you're putting other people in danger if you're dri- That's if you're driving with that. When the face mask starts to slip down, slip down over your eyes, <laughs> and the cop pulls you over, you got a face mask and then crest whitening strips on your teeth. I see social media influencers doing face masks on planes all the time. Oh, so the on Korean my ones, yeah. yes, and so on my recent trip to Switzerland, I said I can do a face mask on a plane arrive mm. looking refreshed i was so nervous about it because i just <laughs> like, i knew i knew it was gonna scare people so i i took it out i was sitting right in the back of the plane and i put it on and of course my husband was humiliated and the whole time no one really seemed to care but i was so anxious that the whole time i had this huge smile on my face and i was looking oh, no. my eyes were darting around the whole oh, time no. so eventually i just put the blanket over my head 
Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And then it, it just gives it more moisture, too. It's all locked in that blanket. You That's know what's smart, interesting? Actually. If you would have been in first class, I bet you would have felt okay with it. You're right. Because you would have said, I'm around people who would like, wear would, face masks. Would do this. That's so Whereas true. Whereas normal people are going, looking at going, there's a ghost on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> someone get this ghost off you know uh, what i thought of doing that my husband's like absolutely not like that's re- we're gonna have to get different seats like away from each other but i was gonna go to cvs i'm a hypochondriac and uh, i was gonna go to cvs and get one of those like actual masks oh, over your not? that's smart why not i, I know i always I've... get sick from no you're you're coughs. right you're right to do that it's disgusting what i've heard though and this might shock you and this might be wrong but i've heard this from a doctor you things can get in basically you should wear one when you're sick but if you wear one on a plane it doesn't protect you from outward yes actually that's correct because when um you think like when you travel to asia a lot you see a lot of people wearing those it's actually um being they're being conscientious to not infect other people because they are sick it's not that they are scared to get sick americans should take that hint because they're every flight there's a guy or a female hacking Hacking? to god just put on you know what they should give those out they should give the masks out at the at the just a cough drop yeah on the walking into the plane like if you're sick here just take Mm -hmm. one of these Mm -hmm. and then people won't feel so weird about it i totally agree yeah the uh someone who coughs without covering their mouth someone who gets on a plane and is sick i can't deal no 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 thank you I did. So what I do actually now is I wear scarves around my mm. nose and mouth, mm-hmm. but they have scarves have they're like knitted scarves that have like holes in them. Wow. <laughs> and John's just like, how is that protecting? I was like, it's doing something. I like I think maybe John is right that it's not doing anything, but I understand your impulse to enjoy that also because I feel like it kind of hu- <laughs> moisturizes the air a little yes. bit more because you can get so dry Agreed. on a flight. Uh, put Vaseline in your nostrils. Yes, I heard that. That and, is another yeah. way to... Yeah. Um, Avoid getting sick? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. On airplanes because it traps, it traps things before they can get into your nose. Mm-hmm. So overall, I'm just going to take us back to your dilemma. I think yeah. you did absolutely the right thing. I don't think it was selfish. And I think you, even that the idea that you were asking yourself, is this, you were conflicted, yeah. I think means that you're a good person and that you're erring on the side of like being a good family member and not being selfish. And if your dad Thanks. would have said, I need you, like, I'd love for you to be here. That then would be I another, would, that'd be different, but you took yeah. your cues from him and you know what? Good on him for realizing that, you know, this is a new generation of like, like I don't need her to be here right. to deal well, with Well, he this. had Amanda. He had Amanda. <laughs> How did Amanda feel about you not being there? She was like, you're so lucky. I mean, oh. she was like, she was sweet. She's like, you have a, such a good excuse. I was like, well, yeah, an international wedding is a pretty good excuse. It is. Yeah, but Amanda's um, excuse is like, oh, but I'm getting my yeah, business degree. I know. And like, she wants to change the world and nonprofit. And, and she was sick and she had like bloodshot eyes. I mean, I felt so terrible. But she was closer to the funeral. She was. Same time zone, only like a two hour flight. Yeah. There you go. No, there's a difference. There's yeah. a difference. Yeah. So... Well, thanks, guys. And you there'll be more deaths, so oh, yes. you'll be Don't able worry. to be Don't there. Worry. More weddings. You know? <laughs> more deaths, more weddings. A lot of people in your family are going to die, and they, you will oh, be there. Gosh. And you will, right. be and I will be there. <laughs> Till next time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, are we ready to get to the big, big one? Yeah. yeah. All right, listen up, because this is coming to us from our um, favorite game, the Chuck Klosterman Would You Rather deck of cards we pull from sometimes. 
Genetic engineers at Johns Hopkins University. It is Johns. No, I know that. It's just the, the specificity. It's like <laughs> you, they could have just said a university. Genetic engineers at Johns Hopkins University announced that they have developed a so-called super gorilla. Though the animal cannot speak, it has a sign language lexicon of more than 12,000 words, an IQ of nearly 85, and, most notable, a vague sense of self-awareness. Oddly, the creature, who weighs 700 pounds, becomes fascinated by football. The gorilla aspires to play the game at its highest level and quickly develops the rudimentary skills of a defensive end. ESPN analyst Tom Jackson speculates that this gorilla would be borderline unblockable and would likely average six sacks per game, although Jackson concedes that the beast might be susceptible to counters and misdirection plays. Meanwhile, the gorilla has made it clear that he would never intentionally injure any opponent. You are commissioner of the NFL. Would you allow this gorilla to sign with the Oakland Raiders? Wow. Right? <laughs> well, <clears throat> um, I think... Is that commissioner? Yeah. yeah. You're the commissioner. I, I think... The NFL is very interesting. And I think that they, if I were in it, hmm, (laughs) (laughs) they need money, you guys. Uh, Yeah. No. uh, They need to get Coco in there. This is like, so if Coco the gorilla wanted to play football is what they're saying. So heart of gold gorilla. Can this gorilla speak? Can't speak. It can sign. It can sign. Okay. And it wouldn't eat anyone. No, and no. it wouldn't okay. go out of its way to hurt anyone. But accidents do happen. They do. But so do in the NFL, accidents happen all the time. Of like, course. would he get paid? Does he have like a bank account? Um, I think it would. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say like the gorilla. Yes, the the it would go to his fund. You know, his to banana. Yeah. his banana fund. Oh, great! So, yeah, that's all he needs, right? <laughs> um, I yeah. I would say yes, only because here, well, if this is an option, mm-hmm. I would say it would be sort of like a one-off thing where it was like the Oakland Raiders with blah, blah, the gorilla. And it was like one game only. And it was probably not during the playoffs. It was probably during like preseason game where they have the gorilla make a special appearance <clears throat> on the team. And all these people, all these televised, the zoos there. Local sure, zoo yeah. is like, yeah, we're going to put him back in there after this. I don't know. Maybe. But I just think that. Not I, as a. Not not you, as a regular. And why not? I just feel like. It's a. <laughs> I don't know. I, I Is it a humans only game? That is the question. I mean. That is well, the that's question. the other. It's like, why are women playing football? Well, that's an interesting spin on it. You could, you know, the gorilla, I think the concern of putting the gorilla in the game is that it's an unfair advantage for the Oakland Raiders because Mm, they have this huge gorilla, 700 pounds. Now, what if it was a ferret who developed self-awareness and wanted to play the game? I just feel like the whole game of football would not be taken seriously if like zoo animals were playing. But this gorilla has self-awareness. The ferret would wear (laughs) <laughs> but I'm just saying, what, would you say no to a ferret or... Um... Well, but that's... Diff- okay, so a ferret is not going to ever be self-aware. Why? <laughs> How do you know that? What if it is in this world? Okay, I fine. What's creating. a small... Like, um, what's a smart animal that's small? A squirrel. Like a rat? <laughs> I don't know. 
think a squirrel is very They're smart. Very, no. very smart okay. and agile. A ferret creatures. is not. We are very close to gorillas in in. Okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, so like true. a chimpanzee. Okay. Oh right. All right. <laughs> oh, a sloth. Hey, is a sloth close to a human? I Are you think just thinking so? that it has two arms and two legs? <laughs> she just went, she looked at the body in her mind and she went, a sloth. I think a sloth would not be very a dolphin. good. Well, yeah, a sloth I could see playing golf, but I wouldn't. Oh, God. Oh, a slower game. A slower game. I, I think if the gorilla has self-awareness, I'm really not seeing much of a distinction between that gorilla and just a mute person. So I think that that gorilla should be given a fair chance yeah, to play the game. Yeah, but we wouldn't allow someone with an IQ of 85 to play f- football, would you? 85 is a good IQ. It is? <laughs> yeah, I, look know. Up, look I up, think that's a high IQ. That I don't think 85 is a high IQ. But wait, do people have an IQ limit to play football? Well, I think if, if someone was considered mentally challenged, you wouldn't allow yeah. them to play a... Ta- a, a you know, a sport. Okay, 85 is not a great IQ score. <laughs> it's lower than average intelligence, but let me see, like, can um, can people with low IQs play in NFL? Well, and I think their IQs get lower as they're playing because their right. heads are getting hit so much. Right, but... All the, the brain damage. The gorilla would not get would not. hit. Yes, okay, so... Um, I think... Okay, I don't know if we really know the IQs of the people. They don't wear them on their jerseys. <laughs> yeah, the numbers, their numbers on their jerseys are their <laughs> That's IQ. That's IQ. <laughs> no one has over oh a 99. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I just think it would be a kitschy thing. I just don't think America would take or any country would take that seriously if a gorilla was playing football. Like, it just sounds but take it seriously nuts. or not, should he be or she? He should be able to play. You know what? In my heart of hearts... Let him play. Is it a fair advantage to the other team? I mean, yeah, to the if team. he has the same capabilities as a he human. He doesn't. He has super, super capabilities. Right. So, I mean, I'm putting myself in the position of, like, what's another NFL team? The, the dogs. No, the, the Brooklyn dogs. The Bears. The, the Chicago Bears. Dogs. The Chicago Bears. I'm on the Chicago Bears. I'm. Well, what's a player on the show? Brianna knows a lot Forte, about the NFL. Forte used to be. Uh, um, Johnny, Johnny Goodville. Johnny Goodville? Okay, I'm Johnny Goodville on the Chicago Bears, and they're saying, today you're going up against a 700-pound gorilla with an IQ of 85. I'm going to be pissed. Although, now I'm thinking of our basketball league, sometimes we play against girls with unfair advantages because they're big and tall. All human. We all... Yeah, but they're all human. They're They're all humans, and no one's one's got the strength of, like, 20 men. I don't know. roids. Like, if someone's doing roids... And that's not allowed, and doing roids isn't allowed. Do you guys get drug tested? (laughs) Yes. For the women's drug league? I I started up the drug testing. Did you? Everyone has... Maria's collecting urine samples at every game, (laughs) every Tuesday. (laughs) I mean, they're in for those car, yeah. <laughs> I haven't gone to, gotten to testing them yet, but they're all in my car. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Are you parked in the that. shade or you just uh, park no, right in the sun? No. <laughs> just let it, just let it simmer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. So I'm uh, like Brianna in my heart of hearts. I really want this gorilla to be able to play. Um, I think he's an exception to the rule. I'm not saying we should let all animals join our sports teams, but this guy is self-aware guy or girl is self-aware. And I think that we should give him an opportunity to play. Now, what if uh, uh, there's a human who was born a giant? 
Are they allowed to play basketball? No. I'm sure that's come up before, though. Don't you think? Like Andre I'm the Giant wondering. or the yeah. guy from uh, Princess Bride? Uh, that actor? Isn't that, that tall Andre dude? the Giant? That is Andre the Giant. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he's probably what is not allowed to play basketball, I would assume. Well, right. But then you have to ask why. He's human, but yeah. he just has the... But that's a good question. It's like, is there a height limit to basketball or like a strength limit to football? You know what I've always thought is that mm. if I was the commissioner of a hockey league team, mm. I'd get like a 700-pound guy to sit in front of the goalpost <laughs> as the goalie. He would just take up the whole goal. So well, and would you be move. allowed to do that? I don't know, but I always thought that was a good idea because you, you, no one's mm-hmm. getting that puck in there. Well, but but if he's not quick moving... No, no, no. He takes up the entire space. of the. <laughs> they might have to make the goals bigger then. Yeah, that's what they would do. Just yeah. for him and those guys. Yes. But would he break the ice? <laughs> <laughs> well, you couldn't play on a natural pond or something. You'd have to play no, 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 on I'm in the indoor about natural, natural pond. pond. <laughs> a natural pond. Just some neighborhood hockey. I don't uh, yeah. think... Here's, here's where I stand on this with the gorilla. I think that that because people aren't allowed to do steroids, there is a, maybe a, a spoken or unspoken rule, I haven't read the manuals, where you cannot be above a certain... Uh, limit of strength that yeah. you all have to be within the confines of human strength yes whatever that may be yes and so anything above that which a gorilla would have because it's not a human would be an unfair advantage okay uh, real quick you're telling me that this guy doesn't have an unfair advantage this giant man so i've t- i googled 10 i googled tallest basketball players and i'm looking at a photo here do you know who is that this that is asian guy this i don't know if he's asian i think i've seen this there is guy a before. tall how tall is he asian man that plays for yeah he is look at this guy wow. that's photoshopped no i don't no, think so real. so you're telling me these people are these are human anomalies okay this is a very tall man well, on the bullets okay and he's his legs are super long he's super human so he's I mean, allowed Shaq. yeah Shaq's Shaq. huge and they're allowed to play and they're anomalies they are not that's not but they average know, they're not undefeated because you know because he also can't shoot the ball unless he's he's terrible yeah Yeah. so he's it's i think in a human sport Mm. you have to set boundaries but but also human so it doesn't what if there was a 700 pound human man who wanted to play basketball well he'd never i don't think he'd get on the team (laughs) but he's fast like a gorilla no he's not yes he is yes he is a 700 no, a 700-pound man does not have... A 700-pound gorilla is like a muscly gorilla. A 700-pound man is a is a is not getting not anywhere. Moving He's not far. going anywhere. I, this no. guy, I'm talking about this specific man. He is. No, you're thinking of like a cartoon man. I'm talking... you. A 700-pound man cannot move from one end of the room to the other with, you know... Are you saying hypothetically? I'm saying hypothetically. Okay. This but that man, doesn't exist. But if, if someone was did. born like that... If he had superpowers. He's powers. huge. But that doesn't exist. <laughs> but he's huge. He's eight, eight and a half feet tall. But he's 700 pounds? Because he's pure muscle. No, it doesn't exist. You're thinking of little Hercules. Remember <laughs> what? Little, remember little... Type in little Hercules. 
I remember following Little Hercules for a, for a little point in time in college. Um, <laughs> it's Ew, a- Maria. What this is, is this? a child with abs. What? The actual. Uh, <laughs> this is a, like a nine-year-old boy. In college, I remember oh, seeing geez. something with little... No, oh, no, that's wrong. He's like a tiny Fabio. So let me ask you this. Should Little Hercules be allowed to play Little League? He's on roids. There or there's some. Okay, well, if he's tested, if he's tested for no roids, then yes, then yes, of he should be able to play. That's not correct. So, See, he is an anomaly. He is a. I don't like to say the word freak of nature, so I will say gift of nature. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yes. He should, little Hercules should be. <laughs> oh my god, is he lifting a pair of pants? Is, is that, that little Hercules now? Um, you guys need to be googling this currently. Yeah, so everyone, you can be please watching with us. If that's not him now. If that's him now, he's fallen off the. I think he's okay. Oh, that's, that's a little Hercules. I remember that is plastic surgery, and some roids being pumped into his arms, and then plastic surgery, um, getting rid of all the baby fat. I mean, and that's not. I right. don't that's know right. what it is. I think he must have had a, some sort of disorder, but what we don't know. Is, oh, but it's the disorder that you're saying that. Give him the unfair advantage of, oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. We're so, getting deep, guys. We're, so, we're digging, oh, my we're God. Real- Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I think if there's not a safety issue, then anyone should be able to play sports if they're self-aware. I'm not saying there put a bunch of safety issue though. But he's not going to go out of his way to hurt people. Okay. And I don't necessarily think it's it's like you have this gorilla on the team and you're guaranteed to win. I think that I just think it's like, is this gorilla? Could this gorilla run for president? Then it's like it, it's the same like concept. Yes. It's like that's that's for humans. The yes, government football is for humans. There, that's a sport. There are things in place in sports to protect people. From, I mean, you're not putting, it's not like the Coliseum, all right? We're not putting humans up against animals right. who have a different biological makeup and sh- like capacity for strength. I know this gorilla says that he's not going to hurt anyone, but also he's a gorilla. And so also we can't maybe trust him and what he says. And then also he doesn't know his own strength, you know? Well, he's self-aware, so... I, but you're gonna... But how are you... You're <laughs> listening to this gorilla like he sat down with you and he's like, look, <laughs> you guys, I know I'm big, I know, but I... Should we do a little improv? Yeah, All yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. so do you want to be the NFL commissioner? Great. Okay, and I'll be the g- gorilla's agent? Okay, yes. And, and Maria, you want to be, be the, the gorilla? gorilla and I'll talk. Do you want me to Yeah, do maybe sign? you can talk. Yeah. I'll talk, like, yeah. you know. And also, well, your talking will be in reality. It's the gorilla signing. Yes, yes. Oh, great. Yes. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, Phil, so honored to have you uh, uh, in the office. Um, yes. This is Jill. Um, oh, you know Jill. That's my That's yeah. agent. I'm Phil's agent. Oh, gosh, I'm just so excited. <laughs> I'm excited to yeah. be here. So, listen, Reba. Mm-hmm. 
We have, uh, mm. you know, Phil is eager. He wants to get out on the uh, out on the field, and he he wants to get out there soon. Great. Uh, just a few questions for you, Phil. Cup. Um, cup. Oh, uh, baby, you want your water? Cup. Here you go. Oh, that's cute. Oh, gosh, fans are going to love that. Oh, geez. So excited. Um, he spills, so I give got him a sippy oh, cup. Oh, that's fine. Uh, Linda. Linda's going to come in and clean that. Uh, so, Phil, um, are you a danger to other players, would you say? Uh, uh, b- b- uh, uh, b- bottle, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you liked your... I, there's a protein smoothie in his baba. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, Phil, are you going to hurt other players? Hurt, never hurt. See? Great. Yeah. He Never does not have easy. a mean bone in his Never. body. That's the answer I was looking for. Uh, Phil, do you like, uh, what's your favorite toy to play with? Do you like balls? Do you like uh, I bats? Love, uh, I love the football. Clay, you love football. <laughs> Great. He loves footballs. Yeah, he, yeah, Phil's been playing since he was just a little a little monkey. Since I was a monkey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Monkeys monkey. grow up to be gorillas, okay. right? I think they do. I play now. <laughs> I play now. Oh, Hey, hey, let's do a little sample throw. Okay, ready? Oh! You just smashed my trophy. Oh my gosh, that is some strength, buddy. Yeah. Jeez. Sh- show, show Reba how you can pick her up and spin her around. Whoa! Okay, okay, Phil, put her down. Put her down. Phil, don't fall out the window. Oh my gosh, he's climbing up the building. This just in, football-playing monkey takes NFL commissioner to the top of the Statue of Liberty. Fuck the cop! <laughs> okay, so do we see yeah. now what could happen? Yes. Do you guys see? That's definitely worst-case scenario. Yeah. I just think, I don't, I don't think this gorilla should play. If the gorilla wants to start his own league with a bunch of other gorillas where they can maybe play, I that's, think that's fine. But, but is that separate but equal? And we're not really into that. A gorilla is not a human. A gorilla, and we can't be, Thank we, we cannot, Thank you. yes, I'm finally. Even a self-aware gorilla is even not a human. Even a self-aware As much as we want him to be, he's not, you guys. He is okay. not a human. He does not have the same rights as a human does. No. Until he can make up a game, if he can, if he can create a league and he can get it mm-hmm. off the ground, as the NFL have, has done with humans, then I'll give him a little credit. But for right, right now, he likes throwing a ball. And that's not good. He's not, what is he doing to contribute to society? Does he have a job? Is he well? Is, he wants you know, the job of being. He's right. trying to contribute. You know what? Maybe um, he, if we don't let him play on the team, maybe we can let give him a job as a sportscaster in sign language. In sign language, he can be wow. a yeah a, a sign translator. A translator. Yes, yes. I think something. And that I think is to great. your point that it would the NFL needs money. Yes, that this is something that could really. I mean, can you imagine on the sidelines and oh Jill, God. his agent, right next to him, translating everything he has to say? Yeah, and Jill would like that. So let's yes, go around yeah. and give our final thoughts. I, I, I'm, I want the gorilla to play. Well, why? Because I think since the gorilla is self aware. I think he should have a chance. Okay, let me ask you this. Is his level of self-awareness the same as a human self-awareness? Because I think the idea of knowing I'm a a gorilla and knowing that I like football is not the same as a human having um, a a moral meter and knowing right from wrong. I think that's an unfair assumption. (laughs) 
We find a gorilla in a man's backyard. Yeah, yeah. And I can prove it to you right uh, now. I'm not saying any old gorilla. I'm saying this guy's self-aware. Yeah. That's part of... How did he show you he's self-aware? Oh, I, I ask... He says, what is life? Who am I? Why do I live? And then you realize he's just reading your diary? <laughs> uh yeah, I don't, I mean, this goes back to the Coco thing, Coco the gorilla. A lot of people say that Coco isn't as aware as his handlers make her out to be because they say she, she's been coaxed into learning the word. It's not so much as like she knows when to say things or how to say things. It's oh, that yeah. she's been trained. Well, it's like the guy who claimed to teach his horse math. We did a drunk history on that. Yeah, that's where I saw it, right? Oh. Uh, I don't think it's aired yet. Oh, Wow, then I don't know where I Someone's saw this. Someone's been sending you the tapes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was a guy who um, claimed to have taught his horse math, but it was really the horse was picking up on um, body language cues to figure out how many wow. times to stomp. So, so um, I don't know. I don't know how you trust a gorilla that claims he's self-aware. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just taking the question at its, you know, for what it is. And I'm assuming that he is self-aware and that's not up. That's not up for debate. I say no. I say uh, there's no way in hell this girl is playing in the NFL. No, no animals should be just just stop is what I say. Great. I would love to see an NFL that's made up of all sorts of humans and self-aware sure, animals. but that's called a circus. <laughs> that's a whole Which other big one. Which would be a great idea for a pre-game game in that's the right. NFL. That's right. See, Brianna's got all fans. the good ideas. NFL, if you're so, listening. Yeah, that's my answer. My okay. conclusion is yes and no. Okay. Um, yes for one game, for the thrill of it, for the fans, for just like, yay, the Raiders. It doesn't really count the game. Um, and then no. Not after that. Maybe the could he be a mascot? He I think be a mascot. we're now erring on exploiting this gorilla as a publicity stunt. Well, what if he said that he wanted to do that? If he wants to do it, then yeah. But I, I think this gorilla has a little bit more dignity than that. Oh shoot! Because I was, I thought it was sort of meeting him in the middle. Yeah, but this is coming from his agent. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I want that ten percent, baby. <laughs> I just put a down payment on a condo. Oh, oh that was a bad idea. Oh, come, no. come. Not till you sign the paperwork. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, that wow. was an interesting conversation. Yeah, that was, yeah. Okay, so I think we're going to move on to our Dear Big Ones. That sounds great to me. Great. Okay. Dear Big Ones, hello from New Zealand. This is perhaps a lighter listener big one in terms of its solution, but I do feel it's worth discussing. I'm a courier at my work. I often, or more often than I'd like, hear my coworkers and the company's clients making derogatory comments about race, sexuality, and sexism, religion, people's mental health, and other things along those lines. Jesus. Oh, no. <laughs> my dilemma is whether or not to speak up and say that those comments aren't okay. Okay. I hear them over our CB radios while driving and in person. While I can usually separate myself from them a little over the radio, in person it's harder. I'm not sure saying something would do anything beyond creating friction with someone I work fairly closely with every day. I have previously spoken up when they mention a friend and it did make things a little uncomfortable for a day or two. So should I remain quiet and get on with things or say something and damage the peace, so to speak? Um, and now he's giving us some bullet points for specifics about the company. 
It's a small company of about 15 people, so we all work closely every day. I'm the second youngest working there. This is very much a blue-collar work environment. Over the CB radios, everyone can hear what is said. They are, apart from these comments, quite nice and helpful people. The company is made up of 50-50 male-female um, Maori and New Zealand Europeans. Maori? Yeah, that's, um, I think that's a, a race of or a culture of New Zealand. Oh, okay. Interesting. I don't like my job, but I don't want to make it worse. After considering for a day, I chose to remove the actual things I've heard since I doubt you would want that to say them on the show. Okay, that's fair. Um, but yeah, and then he goes on to um, explain some of the things that they're saying, which is referring to an openly gay client with derogatory terms, poking fun at people's mental state. And yeah, some of these things so are not good. Like an HR person. At that's why I was this. my first question. Because this, I don't know what New Zealand's work uh, structures like. Yeah, yeah. yeah so th- that's the gist of the email. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, I say if it's making you uncomfortable, absolutely say but something. But do they say something? I mean, here in America, we have HR. Which yeah. I can't imagine they don't. Where if you're having a problem, if you don't get put in that position, you're able to go to someone hi- uh, who's able to then um, deal with it in yeah. a positive kind of way that right. that gets things done i don't know if doing it yourself I, I i don't know how that works in a work environment i think well, it sounds like it's a small company there's only 15 people so i don't know if there's an hr person but if i was in his position i would go to the highest person in that company the owner the boss whoever and have a private conversation with him and just mm. say, these are my concerns. And he should be ready to leave that job. Because mm-hmm. if it's so toxic for him, you also have to question, why are you there? So maybe line up your exit route to go to a different company yeah. before you have that conversation. Because it could, I don't know, you know, how the boss could be super sexist and racist. Yeah, and that's the crazy. thing. It's like if it's this blue collar kind of job and, and there's just a small company, it's like... I don't know what you do to change that if 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 you don't have any position of power and if right. the higher ups are doing that sort of thing. I mean, nothing you say is going to change them. I mean, right. yeah, if that's the climate at the company and this is something that's completely accepted, um, I mean, yeah, I, I think it, that's the sad truth that speaking up might make everyone so uncomfortable that they end up kind of pushing you out. Yeah. However, I feel like you have to say this is making me uncomfortable. Like right. these things that these people are saying, there's no excuse for them. Like yeah. like blue collar, white collar, right. whatever. I understand. I just think it's dangerous to have the old like, oh, boys will be boys, like locker right. room talk. No. It's like if they're saying racist things, like it's 2018. Sure, but 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 this is agreed but then how does this person that works there um how does it affect basically what is saying something doing other than they're not they're not going to stop so you can either leave the company and go somewhere where the environment is better or you can say something and put yourself in a position where then things are going to be he says they're nice, helpful people. So I just giving mm, them yes. the benefit of the yes, doubt. Yes, yes, I'm yeah. thinking if this is just maybe not everyone even enjoys speaking this way. Maybe they think this is the type of humor that I get validation from. Yes. So if you were to say like 
if you have an HR department, certainly go through them. Or if you have a buddy or a group of people that you feel like you could say like, guys, I don't like this type of humor. It makes me uncomfortable. I mean, maybe what would happen is they kind of roll their eyes at you and then just don't speak that way around you. Right. And that's fine. Radio everyone can hear. Well, maybe it makes them think twice, you know, and maybe you'll get made fun of a little bit. But if you do it in a way that's like, yeah, don't do it in a way. Here's what you don't want to do is do it in a way where people feel you're being holier than thou of like, Mm -hmm. oh, can't take a joke. Like if you reprimand someone for it, they're going to be on the defensive. So if you make it more personally about you and just be like, hey, like, you know, I have a lot of friends that are, that are like this and I get that we're, you know, all having fun. But, you know, I I basically don't go like you're doing this and it's wrong because there ne- no one responds to that in any way. But no. Yeah. And I also think it's case by case. Like I wouldn't say it as like a one off, like a guys, I need to call everyone for a meeting. Yes. It's about how yeah. I'm uncomfortable about how you talk. I think bring bring it up as it goes so if someone makes I a like comment that. you don't like bring it up in the moment squash it then don't yeah. don't sit on it um and then make a big deal about it because it's going to seem less yeah. like a big deal if you just bring it up in the moment but honestly yeah. i have such like i don't know how things are in new zealand like what is if it's the same as in america it's pretty green <laughs> oh is it new zealand and australia from what i've heard and this is not i'm not the authority on this but through my australian friends they've told me that it's a very machismo culture i think that mm. might be right and it's very like um they tend i'm not all i know a lot of australians who are lovely people and are not like this but like you know womanizers and yeah. a bit like tough might you know you like you wow yes. good. Yeah. and i've actually yeah heard of there's a <laughs> that's uh, very wait <laughs> That's that's good. Oh, do a racist joke in that accent. Uh, New Zealand. Uh, Girls, girls are real pussies, eh? Pussies? I don't know. I just oh yeah. Doing girl. uh, Wow, that girl's tits are really nice, eh? (laughs) It is funnier in an accent. Say it's something about funny. like a, how many blondes does it take how to screw in a light bulb? How many blondes does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? None, mate. <laughs> None? They're all stupid. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that is funny. You try an Australian accent. Um, oh, I couldn't be bothered. I couldn't be. I couldn't be That's, bothered. I couldn't. I had an Australian friend, and all she would say is, "I couldn't, couldn't be, bothered. be bothered with it." And no then, worries, mate. No, no worries. Yeah. Nicole Kidman, eh? Why don't no, you think A? I don't know. Nicole. <laughs> I think you're thinking about it too much. Just pre- just like be yeah. there. You're in yeah. Australia. I'm from Australia. I just go and I, I stay. Yeah, there's lots good. of kangaroos around I love I love kangaroos and yeah. I love to make jokes about gay people. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so It's so. somehow less, uh, to me, yeah, I mean, no, less offensive I, It sounds like what accent. they're saying is very funny now that we've done <laughs> Now that we've accents. done our accent. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like these jokes are. Um, I just think call that shit out. I'm sorry. You don't li- even like this job. So why not be the agent of change? Do you change? know that? He says he doesn't like the job, really. Oh. I would just make sure you have a backup before you. What's if if you're really going to say take a strong stance and like I would start s- small. Start small. Start small. See start what small. their reactions are like. And then if it's not getting anywhere and you're just like, this is ridiculous, then then make that bold statement. But just yeah. make sure you got that uh, second job. Or do a hate crime against one of them. Oh, see how they like how it. How does it feel? So you can't you like egg their house or something. Yeah. You write on one of their houses like white racist, trash, white racist trash. 
Yeah. No, that's that's bad advice. That's terrible. I have. To, there's something in this email. I think we all kind of glazed over that. He yeah. said he previously had spoken up when they mentioned a friend of his, and it oh, made things a little oh. uncomfortable for a day or two. Now I think that this that's good because yeah. it's not like anyone lashed out at him. Mm-hmm. If 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 the worst case scenario is that it's uncomfortable and you make people uncomfortable, well, that's great mm-hmm. because those people should be uncomfortable and they should know that not everyone enjoys that way of joking right. can i ask this yeah. now if there he really wants to be an agent of change is saying something just every time it comes up doing any good or is going to the boss and going we i as an employee think that the uh that there needs to be some sort of seminar or something where we learn about basically like making it a thing where it's like you make it part of the workplace that like these jokes will not be tolerated. I think the latter. I think going to the higher ups immediately and because ha- they're the employees are going to listen to the higher ups more than they're yeah. going to listen to you. I think that's true, and that's a brave and bold thing to do. And I say go for it because yeah, it's those people are, are not doing themselves a service by saying those things anyway. And there's a lot of things to laugh at that you don't have to laugh at other people for right that's you know? so true yeah. you like, should maybe buy a joke book for everyone yeah and like so they can learn humor yes that's <laughs> such a good idea let yeah. me let me quickly look up like jokes that are okay for the office oh that's good yeah that's great. yeah there's also a book called uh jokes every man should know and it's like a little tiny book for a slightly misogynistic like you know workplace that might actually but so well. they're just so it's just a little bit misogynist yeah. but not that i think that's good to but start not, small. just like start small, yeah, start you know, small and know can, who you're working with yeah let's see um i bet these are gonna be great okay let me find <laughs> the top 10 office approved jokes okay you want to hear a couple yeah. of these yeah. Yeah. um oh, do you have to do it in australian we'll do a th- uh uh huh uh what's your name hey you got you guys want to hear a joke mate oh Oh, we do yeah Yeah, so sam walks into his boss's office and says sir i'll be straight with you i know the economy isn't great but i have over three companies after me and i would like to respectfully ask for a raise after a few minutes of haggling the boss finally agrees to a five percent raise and sam happily gets up to leave by the way asked the boss which three companies are after you the electric company, the water company, and the phone company. Hey! <laughs> and it went New York at the end because it was appropriate. Wow. <laughs> That's great. Bitches are fucking nuts. Yeah, mate. <laughs> but have great wrecks. Yeah, great wrecks. <laughs> Girls have great wrecks, eh? guys how about a joke like this one day a man goes to a pet shop to buy a parrot the assistant takes the man to the parrot section and asks him to choose one the man asks how much is the yellow one the assistant replies that it costs two thousand bucks the man is shocked and asks the assistant why it's so expensive this parrot is a very special one he can type really fast what about the green one the man asks he costs 5,000 bucks because he can type, answer incoming phone calls, and take notes. What about the red one? The man asks. The assistant says, that one's $10,000. Curious, the man asks, what does he do? The assistant says, I don't know, but the other two call him boss. Okay, yes. That's about how bosses don't do anything. And the the other thing you could do is, um, you know, say hey guys i'm gay i'm indian 
I'm yeah. mentally ill. I'm a woman. <laughs> wow. And then what do they do when they realize you're none of those things? Well, it will make them so uncomfortable. They won't be able. You would never like tell a, a woman joke in front of a woman. Or I, a yes, but if I go to people slattered. and I go, I'm Indian. And then someone goes, no, you're not. And I go, yes, I am. And I don't appreciate the well, joke. You could say I'm one eighth Indian. No one's going to question that. I'm part West African, but I don't lead with it. <laughs> but if you had to. But if I had no. <laughs> but no. Are you really? Yeah. I did 23 and me. My whole world opened up. No, wait a minute. Are you Wait, it's you you mean like you you were like a Neanderthal or something like that. No, I like a percentage of West African. Oh wait, I think I might too. <laughs> but I think anyone from Europe does. No, my husband is like 100% white. Wow. Yeah. I haven't done that. I'm very curious to know though. It's really fun. It's interesting. For the whole fam. You get to Figure out if you've got any diseases yeah. in your genetics. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know that. Um, yeah. yeah. And it updates. The app updates. So constantly new information is being mm-hmm. um, And it finds your and relatives. Finds like your third cousins. Yeah. It'll say like, hey, like three new members of 23andMe share your blah, oh, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Yes, it's great. Yes. Okay, well, um, I don't know if this guy wants us to say his name. So I'll just say, uh, you know. Thanks, but. Oh, yeah, oh but, that's not the Aussie. Okay. Or the New Zealander. All right. This is no, the New Zealander. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, but, 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 or Brent. Brent, Brent, Brent. Thanks, Brent. So before we end this episode, we just wanted to start a new segment because we want, we love getting reviews. On yeah. It really, iTunes. we're trying to build our listener base. Um, and so we are going to, as part of the way you can help us do that is to write us a review, rate and review us on iTunes. Um, so we're going to start this thing where each week, if we get five new reviews, we're going to read one on the air and then give someone a special shout out as an incentive. Yes. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to read the, the, the one that we got this last weekend, Perfect. if that's okay. Yeah. Great. And this is from uh, Bran from Oregon. Bryn from Oregon. Bryn. Um, and, uh, he gives, or, uh, uh, Bran is a guy's name, but oh, it doesn't I matter. Know. I think maybe it's a gorilla's name. Um, it, five stars. So nice, exclamation point. I simply love this podcast. Hilarious and thought provoking. I would eat muffins for the rest of my life. That is a great that's, review. Uh, that's part of your intro. Yes, it's part of the intro. Yeah. So, Bran from Oregon. Shout out. Thanks Love for that. listening. I mean, maybe we just read one more, too. Oh, just, sure, just to get it started. Yeah, yeah. so this one's um, from uh, Augustina the Cat. Wow. Five stars. She says, delightful. Thank you so much, oh. Augustina the Cat. That is yes. nice. So sweet. Yeah. So, guys, rate and review us. Send us your big ones, your little big ones, your dear big ones. We want it all. We want it all. And uh, join our Patreon page. And we have new t-shirts, Brianna. What? Do I get one? Uh, No, no, we don't have that. You have to buy one. (laughs) If you join our Patreon page, you can get a discount, though. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Um, But I will not give you that um, password. No, (laughs) we'll give it off the mic. Yeah, we'll give it to you off the mic. But you do get a discount and... um, you get extra content on Patreon. How many subscribers do we have? Almost 400. Wow. And when we get to... No, five- no, no. I, almost $400. Okay. And when we get to $500 a month, that's two bonus episodes every month. Mm-hmm. Full size bonus episodes. So if a couple more of you join, 
then, you know, then you, know, you guys got two more big ones yeah, a month. Jokes on us. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, Brianna, what do you have going on? What would you want people to find you? Um, yeah, you can find, so I have an Instagram. Okay. Uh, that's cool. Brianna Lane, one N, uh, sure. super unique. Uh, and then my band is the band Winslow is our awesome. handle. Uh, and then I'll be on a fall show called All American on the CW. Uh, That's what? exciting. You will? Yeah. Like, oh my it, God. It, the pilot got picked up. So um, it's a recurring. It's uh, the comedic relief on a drama. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> nice. But I'm not a, I'm not an exotic dancer. What do you play? Yet. What do you play? It's like uh, Tracy Flick all grown up. Uh, so very type A campaign manager crazy that's fun so that'll be fun wow and so that feels nice huh to to have that sense of security huh it's recurring so who knows you could be in the next episode you could not it's always a well you go out there you give it your all so that they go we need her back because if we don't have her then this show doesn't work right so I mean, I'll, I can give you some pointers great. on how to do great. that. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. It involves I can a, talk to the boss. It involves the... a broom and a closet. Oh, Uh-oh. okay. You lock and the wild. other. You lock the other actors, and so whenever you're on set, they never come out. They never come out. And then they go. Brianna is the only one. The only one that comes to set on time. And uh, yeah, she's I, a regular. True, she's a series regular now. Call, get our agent on the get phone. Yeah, it. Jill. Jill. Oh, Jill. yeah. <laughs> she's back um and then the band winslow uh has we have our first two singles uh that come out june 22nd That's i don't know exciting. when this airs but um this will uh, be out this week yeah oh great thursday yeah so yeah go oh, check out the singles great. yeah that's exciting yeah what kind of music is it it's like uh cross between uh lana del rey sylvan esso and um what was the other one that we always get first aid kit because my friend was in a spoke band for forever, and so she's transitioning now into harmony. More. So there's harmonies. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of harmonies. That's nice. There's a lot of synths, a lot of artificial beats. Um, I could get into this. Mm-hmm. A lot of finger picking guitar. Ooh, uh-huh. I like the sound of that. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, Should I be fun. Yes, Should I be do. Fun. <laughs> yes, I do. And you guys doing a music video? We have a bunch of music videos. We have a lot of stuff coming out. Oh, uh, that's great. Do you know Nora Kirkpatrick? I feel like I you do. know of her. You know of her. She just directed our last one, and um, we have them coming out soon. And we're releasing like singles every week, um, all of summer. So it'll kind of be like stretched out, and then we'll do some live shows uh, end of August. So it should be fun. That's great. I'll invite you guys. We'd Hopefully love you'll to. Come. Come. You're doing really well. <laughs> Thanks for being on the big ones for y'all. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Guys. You guys can reach us at the big ones pod on Twitter and then Google <laughs> Gmail. You can Gmail us at the big ones podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> My stomach's growling. I'm hungry. Uh Oh, it might be lunchtime. <laughs> it's always <laughs> lunchtime. <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening to the, the big, big ones. ones oh were you harmonizing i, did, I tried oh should I tried. we all do it again oh, let's yeah, try yeah, yeah yeah one okay thanks for listening to the, the big one <laughs> i don't know how to harmonize well no you well, just let's start with the note okay we're start with your note one person at a time one, one. <laughs> the big one
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.